Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The Pod Network Entertainment. Going on, this is Xavier Woods, aka Austin Creed. Let me talk to you. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Adam! Hey everyone, this is Jeff Cobb. I have to finish the story. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Run! Bang! The sniper is shooting you down. This is TMDK's Robbie Eagles. Hey, hey, this is the Cosmic Cactus, Paul London. Hello, my name is Zina Dragunov, the star, the NXT champion, and you're listening to... And you're listening to... And you're listening... And you are listening... And you're listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. The Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. The Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. The Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. To the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Yeah. Listening to the longest running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C, Romoran, Chino Liao, and Emil Nate all checking in for a weekend reaction slash picks of the week episode on the Monday after Elimination Chamber Perth. And we just want to start by saying thank you very much to everybody who attended our viewing party at Skinny Mike's BGC. I saw the same day edit that Roe always puts out at the end of our reviewing parties. Uh, you know, as always, nakaka-fomo as someone who had to work uh, you know, and, and not be part of the viewing party. So thank you very much to everyone who came out. It looked like a lot of fun. I'm glad that people seemed to enjoy and uh, made new friends, chanted, got to drink their beers at an appropriate time while watching wrestling. Everyone had a great time to the point that uh, our friends at Hobby Stadium had their own viewing party. Itong si Emil, my viewing party ring in attendance at Naga. <laughs> Man, the whole Philippines was uh, wilding out on uh, for Elimination Chamber. Yeah, like I said, nung ano, nung sa, nung sa party natin sa Skinny Mike's, it's uh, the first ever PLE in our time zone. So people yeah. got a ball. And I do remember how I don't like it when it goes too late, um, you know, from our earlier days in PWR, diba? So mm-hmm. late yung shows. But uh, I don't know. I think it still beats the yung having to wake up super early for to catch a show. And uh, I genuinely enjoyed and appreciated yung Skinny Mike's crowd because if you have been with us in our past viewing parties, the Hindi WrestleMania, Hindi Royal Rumble, you would know that those non, non-big two, yung, yung dalawang yun, non-big two events don't usually draw. Yeah, yeah, and for the first time they did. Uh, it helped that it was in our time zone. It helped that it was a Saturday night, not a Monday morning. And 
it's just a huge, huge change. You know, um, it's really great that wrestling right now is you know a lot better than it was like say five or so years ago. So it thank was, you so I much. I remember the, yeah, the SummerSlam viewing party that yeah. Joe and I once hosted sa uh, Malugay in Makati, where there were three attendees <laughs> plus the two of us. <laughs> Started from the bottom. Yeah. We thought that would draw. So that that had you know that was in you know, 2016, right? That yeah, was, yeah. I know. Uh, oh, After the, the brand uh, split. Yeah. yeah, Jesus Christ! It was such a big change of time. Uh, our friend, si Makoy Pare, messaged uh, me on Instagram. Tapos nagagalit siya. Nagagalit siya sa Disney Plus. Kasi wala daw. Tinignan daw niya ng Sunday morning. Sabi niya, bakit wala ang Chino? Sunday na umaga-aga ko gumising. Wala siya sa Disney Plus. Ganit nagalit siya. Sabi ko kasi, mali ka ng oras eh. Pinagalitan mo yung Disney ka agad eh. Masyado ka eh. I mean, to be fair, I mean, that, like, I, like I told Emil, lahat tayo sanay na Sunday morning, Monday morning yung, ano, yung, yeah. yung pay-per-views. Yeah. And also, I just want to give a shout-out sa Caffeinate. Uh, it's a bar, uh, a, 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 parang cafe or, or bar here in Naga City uh, for organizing. Also, kaya shout-out to Sir Miko Garcia of Comedy Oragon. She hey. really knows you. Yeah. So, um, hindi ko alam na meron na, meron na pala nag-initiate na, na to host such things here in Naga City. It's And it big. wasn't you. Jesus. It wasn't me. It wasn't, like, I was thinking about it, pero muti na lang. I didn't even know this guy was a comedy fan. So, shout-out to Comedy Oragon and to Miko. Yeah. So, the uh, caffeinate with the beautiful. Yeah, yeah. So they just start. I know they just started the Rumble. So um, there, hey. there was there was a small crowd there, but at least that's enough for me to know that there is a subsection of Nagenios who is into pro wrestling, and um, my goal is for, for that to grow uh, this year and in the future. So ayan, uh, just mabalos po sa indo, and uh, we probably. We're gonna have a next one after Mania, or probably this year. We're gonna have another one here in Nagasaki, probably. So watch out for that. Also, shout out to sorry, wait, Carlos. Shout out to Hobby Stadium. Yeah, yeah. For hooking up their own viewing party, made demands for a viewing yeah. party, and just so happened to be right before, literally right <laughs> during. Panga umabot pa sa point ng sabay. We enjoyed the comedy show and the viewing party happening simultaneously. I had to miss out Drew McIntyre's win, but caught everything else. They were able to make it work. The Hobby Stadium na accommodate nila lahat ng wrestling fans and lahat ng comedy fans ng Saturday night. So shout out to their hardworking crew, to to Stephen and to Raymond and everybody else at Hobby Stadium for hooking up all the fans uh, that night. Thank you, Hobby Stadium. Shout out tarin tayo sa ano sa mga listeners natin from Naga na hindi alam na one of their own is on the wrestling wrestling. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But thank you for listening, though. Yeah, we appreciate you. We acknowledge you, and one day maybe you will also acknowledge Emil. Uh, on that note, yeah, announced tarin namin so that you can hear it first. WrestleMania 40, the viewing parties are on. At Skinny Mike's and Hobby Stadium. Let's so go. we will be hosting those two viewing parties concurrently, simultaneously, at the same time. So details, uh, they've already uh, we're just ironing them out. But by the time you hear this, you can probably already get your tickets over at tinyurl.com slash 
WrestleMania 40PH. That's tinyurl.com slash WrestleMania 40PH. So that's the number 440. Uh, you can get your tickets there. Yung early bird tickets natin, same price pa rin. 350 pesos, may kasamang free iced tea. For the walk-ins, it's 450 pesos, may kasama pa rin iced tea. And we're offering two-day passes at a discounted price of 600 pesos so that you can get in both uh, both days, but siempre for one venue lang. So choose wisely. If you're gonna be part of the Skinny Mike's crew or the Hobby Stadium crew, in the end, it doesn't matter because magkasama pa rin tayo to enjoy WrestleMania 40. Yeah, sorry, I was almost about to interrupt to remind people that please, if you are buying early bird tickets, please remember, please know na hindi po ito table reservations, hindi po ito seat reservations. We're not doing that in either Skinny Mike's BGC or in Hobby Stadium because that is just way too more, too much complicated, too much complications for us oh, to so handle. We want to give everybody yeah. the equal opportunity yeah. to, to watch, diba? Pag nag-reserve kayo ng tables, wala naman kayo ticket. Ano yun, diba? So, siyempre, <laughs> binili lang kayo ticket. Yun yung best way yeah. Para mas kayo ng WrestleMania 40 like. The early bird thing is really for you to, if you're decided now that you're going to WrestleMania this early, then you can take advantage of the prices. But they're not reservations. It's still first come, first served at both bars. And uh, I think as people have learned from the Royal Rumble and uh, Elimination Chamber, um, the earlier you are, the better, the better seats you'll get. Yeah. So, yun, uh, we will see you there over at Skinny Mike's BGC or Hobby Stadium. We're going to have a great time at the biggest WrestleMania of all time. Once again, tickets are available at tinyurl.com slash WrestleMania40PH. We will see you there. All right, let's get to some quick weekend reactions. We're going to start with TNA, then we're going to go all WWE from here. Uh, let's start with you, Chino. What are your feelings on Mustafa Ali going to no surrender and taking home the X Division Championship? I mean, it's not surprising. TNA goes TNA. So they, in, in TNA fashion, they gave the title to the debuting WWE guy. But that's not to say that the match uh, was bad. It was actually very good. Um, I, I enjoyed the match. I will have a no surrender review coming out tomorrow on our Patreon. Hopefully, matapos ko na siya because you know, I was watching it over dinner uh, as of recording, but it was a pretty good match. You know, I enjoyed it. Mustafa Ali was able to do the things that he wasn't really allowed or per- permitted to do when he was in the WWE. He was able to tell the story. He was able to flex his wares inside the wrestling ring. He was also able to craft a, this new character, this heel persona of um, of a legitimate quote-unquote politician. Uh, gimmick. So, maganda siya in that sense that we're getting to see a different side of Mustafa Ali. And as the X Division champion, I think he fits in perfectly because of that X Division style. And I hope that he gets to do explore this character a bit more as he goes on his reign. Yeah, heel, right? Yeah, yeah heel sha, heel sha. Yeah, but the the, the crowd, uh, the Sano Surrender was uh, kind of <laughs> quite the opposite. Like they were cheering Mustafa Ali, and they were almost booing Chris Sabin, which was weird because Chris Sabin's one of the purest baby faces that TNA <laughs> ever had. But in this match, people like they they really want to see Mustafa Ali win the win the title in his first match. That's why Siguro ganon yung crowd reactions. Na off guard don as to why the reactions were reversed. Yeah, I haven't seen the match yet. Uh, there's just too much to get to, but, uh, not surprised as well. Gina's right. Um, 
this is an ex-WWE guy, but this is also a really popular ex-WWE guy. So if there's anyone that you should put over right away, it is Mustafa Ali. Uh, matagal na siyang dinanay, matagal na siyang hinahanap ng mga fans. And yun, yeah, as, as they mentioned, like getting cheered even though you're doing a, a trapo gimmick, di ba? Yeah. Um, that, that speaks a lot to how over you really are. And um, I'm glad as well that uh, Ali still is able to get his uh, flowers, his recognition. Um, you might not know this because he's not... Uh, you know, he he only really popped up in the scene uh, in the mainstream in 2016, but he has been doing this for a long time, and he's not a spring chicken as well. He's he's he, he looks young, but he's not that young. Um, I'm glad na may oras pa, diba, to uh for him to do his own Cody, his own Drew McIntyre run, and I hope that it all not the not to say that you know he leaves TNA and makes it a temporary stop, but uh, it's an in, in, it's an inevitability that you eventually, hopefully, go back to bigger promotions and um, get a lot better, uh, get a, a lot better treatment than you got before. So, Sana, um, that also leads to him finishing his own story in a big way. Yeah, I'm just really happy na Mustafa Ali finally gets to flesh out itong politiko in trapo character because he's been teasing this for such a long time, and then sobrang start and stopping trajectory ng trapo character, but like when they finally allowed it to be on TV. Biglang, ina, uh, nirelease si Mustafa Ali. Not that he didn't want it. He'd been trying to get out of his WWE deal then, but he's been saying that online. But finally, uh, the Trapo character gets to be fleshed out on TV. And hopefully with him being X-Division champion, it actually gets that character more airtime. So we can see that really progress the way that a lot of these characters from XWWE uh, wrestlers, talent, um, are, are able to you know get over. Yung, like yung hot mess character in Chelsea Green or... Uh, broken Matt Hardy, all of that stuff. So maybe TNA could be the playground for Mustafa Ali creatively. Now, uh, let's talk about Elimination Chamber because it just happened uh, the other night. We were raving about the fact that it was a history-making pay-per-view or premium live event being the first one to be in our time zone. So uh, we did say during our predictions that the four matches, they were largely predictable, but it's not necessarily a bad thing, because it, it did get to the story beats that we wanted to hit. Like Drew McIntyre wins the Elimination Chamber. Uh, he's going to face Seth Rollins. Becky Lynch won the Elimination Chamber. She's going to face Rhea Ripley. Uh, Nia Jack's prediction because Chino all, talked us all into it. Uh, and then I mean, uh, I got everything got, else right. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, we got everything else right. There was that. There was that. <laughs> so, uh, may big thoughts coming out of that PLE. So much for being two hours and 30 minutes. Now. Oh, yeah. We were having to bust I, I was expecting out. to be out of there by 8.30. I was, <laughs> we were having to bust people out. And, and CGB Labrador, the comedy Manila head, who was also headlining that night, he was worried that the pop from Rio losing was because I talked them into it too. I told them, 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 it was pretty long for four for four matches. Yep. Uh yung, yung, yung pinagdaanan ng elimination chamber to get to to get to Perth. <laughs> oh, maraming pirata eh. Marami, may mga pirata sa Suez Canal, na so they have to reroute and go through Miami. 
Ro, as the advertising professional, what did you think of the execution of the tourism campaign for Western Jesus. Australia? Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Why am, I, why am I being sold Perth? Why am I being sold Western Bakit Australia? Why travel to Perth? Perth is it's beautiful, though. So. No, wait. I, I, who, who was the guy who said it? Uh, I think it was Logan Paul or someone. I think it's Logan Paul. Uh, nothing was really there uh, in Western Australia. Like, yeah, yeah, Logan Paul. <laughs> yeah. So he was right. That that's why they had to do that because there's nothing in Western Australia. Like, I remember like everyone who wanted to go to Australia had to you know you you big destinations like what Sydney, Melbourne. Yeah. <laughs> so um, that's why they did that apparently. So big deal. So okay, very smart. Um, Western Australia Tourism Board, but this is <laughs> that, that was a really weird look for a WWE show. Na nagbubble palasa no. Imagine, imagine if they if we got you know WWE in Manila, pero yung like half of the segments were actually wild Philippines. It's more fun in the Philippines. <laughs> I know they love the Philippines. Na, no, love the, sorry, sorry, sorry. At <laughs> <laughs> the BTS story, um, so may ano kami, Like we we get the rundown, so we know what happens lang. And then uh. May Meron doon yung script yung binabasa nila Michael Cole and Corey yeah. Graves. Meron din para sa amin. And Carlo would be reading each one. And alam mo yung tahimik lang ako. Sabi ko, Ucha buti ikaw nagbabasa, hindi ako. <laughs> but did you guys, you know, uh, feel uh, like you wanted to go to, ano? did it make you want to go to Western Australia? Honestly, man, I was just thinking about the next match. Like, okay, what am I gonna say for the next match? Si Carlo, di ko rin alam. Kasi siya, ano eh, uh, nilalasap niya eh, mga, yung, yung mga script eh. <laughs> I mean, there was the Grayson Waller effect, which also went long. It was like a 15 minute segment. No, but the Elimination Chamber matches also went pretty long, especially the men's. Um, uh, a lot of people, so let's talk about it real quick. Um, a lot of people might feel uh, like it was polarizing because Randy took so long in selling the, selling the back that it became really, really uncomfortable to watch. Like, oh, na. He was really hurting. I thought he was. I thought he was hurting real bad. Uh, not to say that he wasn't, but Paranik sells some more than he needed to for it. Like uh, great acting, it, though. I mean, like if he wasn't hurt for real, great acting. No, I, I think I he was it. hurt for real, but he was also acting. If that makes sense, yeah. <laughs> to accentuate so, the pain. Yeah, yeah. Masakit na nga talaga. Tapos sumakit. Mas pina mas ano pinamuha nang masakit talaga. So that's the uncomfortable part. Not to mention the fact that everything became super slow because he took his sweet time into acting. But uh, that, to me, elevated the match. Uh, nobody's going to pick it for this week. Eh? So I'm, I'm going to say that uh, I enjoyed that Elimination Chamber match more because, um, it to me, it wasn't just a car crash anymore. Like like uh, most of the Elimination Chamber matches that have happened um, over the past decades since it became... Uh, a theme pay per view, diba? uh, It transported me back to my HBK era um, elimination chamber matches from the early 2000s. Uh, they really were telling a story, and it was such a nice throwback. Even though I know that a lot of people might get pissed or might have been pissed by uh, the the plotting pace of that once it once it came down to Cinerandi na uh, One more thing I wanted to share. Now, obviously, because you guys were uh, using the English audio of PLE. 
Yeah. Uh, when I was watching the kickoff, I noticed when Candice LeRae in Indy Hartwell came out, si Michael Cole talked about the indie history ni Indy Hartwell, as in yeah. you know where she trained, who trained her, and all of that. And I was like, the moment Grayson Waller comes out, our boy Robbie Eagles gets that same treatment. And God damn it, that is exactly what I did when Grayson Waller appeared. I was like, this man, well, in Tagalog, I've got him tubong Sydney, Australia, nag training sa PWA Pro Wrestling Academy, nag train sa kanya half Pinoy ang ating kababayang si Kuya Robbie Eagles. So you know, just to put him. Over on on WWE programming was something that really made me happy, and I'm glad that uh, I was able to get to do that on uh, on a show like Elimination Chamber. So, um, so yeah, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll get our picks of the week. This is an all WWE picks of the week episode. This doesn't happen very often. So, uh, yeah, when we come back, we'll go through uh, we'll go through this list. A lot of them are from that PLE. So, uh, stick around as you get to hear from our other podcasts right here on the Pod Network. Do you feel lost, doubting yourself, and tired? You question your worth and existence? Well, I'm here for you. Hey, this is Gailey Chavez, and I'm the host of Free Yourself Podcast. My podcast talks about self-love, self-discovery, and growth. This is for everyone who wants to live their fullest life and become the person that they could be. Let me help out and remind you that this is your life, your path, that you are not broken, and you are worth it. Catch me every Friday at 8 p.m. See ya! All right, let's get to the picks of the week. We're just going to go chronologically here. We'll start with Rowan's, which is or which was the opening match from Monday Night Raw, Cody Rhodes versus Drew McIntyre. So, Sabini Rowan, he loved how this was the match that opened last week's Raw. Uh, and you know, knowing young current story arcs in a Cody and Drew made it more interesting for him. And he felt that it was as hard-hitting as their match from back when they were in the Indies, when they met up in uh, What Culture Pro Wrestling and Defiant Wrestling. Uh, you know, Rowan points out that there were no tables used in this one, but the Bloodline's interference added drama to Cody's story with Roman and Drew benefiting from the whole thing, which was a great way to set up Drew for the Elimination Chamber match, which he then won by being a hypocrite. Uh, Suddenly, Rowan benefiting from dumb luck. But I think we can all agree that at this point, yung character arc the current character is this guy diba, who's now uh, clearly benefiting from the thing he was initially railing against I'm not gonna go into that again I'm just gonna say that I a lot of people didn't seem to uh, observe now not just this but this entire episode of raw last week was the not just uh, a go home to elimination chamber but was like uh the B side of the pay per view, because you know not everyone gets to be booked on uh, elimination chamber, but and as as they should, because we don't have all that time. We already had four matches and it went super long, and uh, the fact that they just went out and had themselves a nice raw, nice episode of raw with all this good wrestling was really really good. And yeah, make chemistry there, Drew versus Cody. I want to see that match down the line for a big championship. Maybe, you know, to unify it once they both win their respective uh, championships. Um, you know, something like that. For me, they were able to hit uh, two birds with this one stone. And what I mean is they were able to tell uh, these two different stories in this match. Like first, the Cody and the Bloodline one, you say, again, we're casting, they're casting doubt uh, in uh, the story of Cody. Now, we, like, 
kala natin like okay it's already set he's gonna finish the story but of course they're gonna tell they're gonna tell otherwise na oh the, there's still factors in there now will uh, prevent Cody from finishing his story the bloodline you know the bloodline is one of them and also with Drew again we're, they're telling this this great story with him now he like when he turned heel he he's rallying against everything like the bloodline interferences like this this has ruined my career this has ruined my life and now he's benefiting from the same things that he was rallying against so again this is this is some great character work from both of them and this was again a really good opener as well to main event but there was obviously a, another bigger match that main evented and deserved the man but main evented raw which is i think the next uh, the next pick of the next pick of the week. Yeah, I'm just gonna say because I think my pick is next. I'm just gonna say that uh, this raw Tamangasiro was the B side of the PLE, and it just goes to show how many good pay per view quality or PLE quality matches we had on this week's raw. I said they really made use of the time given to them, the three hours that they had. To really tell the stories of these particular matches, you get Cody and K Drew. They really did. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f- are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass." So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. All of those points that you guys mentioned and really just set Drew up so well for the chamber. Because you can't, but in the chamber, he capitalized on many opportunities there, like the one with AJ Styles and you give him moments done. So I may have missed a lot of that match in the chamber, but I really appreciate that this heel Drew McIntyre is actually getting a lot of his flowers now. So good job. Mm-hmm. All right, Chino, let's get to your pick of the week, which was the main event of that Monday Night Raw. Yeah, it's Jay Uso versus Gunta for the Intercontinental Championship. And again, like I said, pay-per-view quality match uh, on Monday Night Raw on free TV. I'm going because it had shades of the Roman versus Jay match. When they started calling him main event Jay Uso, parang ako personally medyo nakalimutan ko yung main event Jay Uso part. But this match kind of reminded me of that and the drama that they were able to deliver, the feeling that he was able to invoke against such a behemoth like Gunther, the the punishment he had to take and yung mga Uso splash that Gunther had to kick out of. Oh my god, we're about to have a title change on Monday Night Raw until Jimmy Uso and Sosikoa reared their ugly heads. And I like how they used this match at the expense of Jay to tell this Uso brothers drama and move it along. This is his endgame. It's not the IC title. It might be after, but for now, we have to deal with the Uso brothers situation that the bloodline 
as going on. So oh, I really appreciated the stories that they tried to tell in this match, the moments that were hit, the tension that was built, and oh my god, it's just it's so good. Just a good match. Oh, no, I I just want to say now, uh, I, I really wish they, this could have been the Mania match, but I understand uh, you have to uh, finish first the Uso brother conflict before Jake can actually move on and go uh, go after titles. Because uh, people were always gonna wonder if Jay really moves on and not and not face Jimmy. Now you know, like you know, what like what if like bakit uh, So I guess the right time for that is Mania, but. I'm so ready for Jey Uso singles run, honestly. Like he's he's so ready. Um, he he has proved in the last. You put the singles run? No, no like <laughs> he going after titles. Because he's deeper. Mostly because you know last year he went after the tag titles again. Right. But, with Cody. Yeah, but this now for me, I'm fully convinced now he can he can actually be a legit singles champion more than his brother at this point. Yeah, I'm gonna agree with everything that was mentioned. I just wanted to say that some people, because they were commenting, like, why would Gunther drop this, uh, drop his uh, championship and end his uh, huge reign on a random quote unquote episode of Monday Night Raw? But uh, it wasn't a random episode of Raw. So it was, you know, um, it was a main event, and then it was the go home that was full of big matches. Siguro yung problema ng nila is that. Is that they didn't promote this episode of Raw as a big one heading into Elimination Chamber, which I think they should have. The way uh, Tony Khan makes some episodes of Dynamite special. So, um, again, you can't book everyone on the chamber and because uh, Triple H doesn't do what Vince does anymore. So you might as well make some of these uh, TV episodes big, uh, bigger than some others. So, you know, I'm going to say, and then I would have bought, um, Jay beating Gunther and breaking his uh, huge record, his his uh, record breaking uh, championship reign. But you know, again, the the Jimmy thing had to happen. But I don't know. I, I think I would have also preferred then uh, you know Jay beats Gunther and then Jimmy stakes his claim, r- ruins his party, right, and then challenges for the championship. But again, it's also not that kind of character. So get some bit of mine. Um, Really, really good stuff. And, you know, if you can't book anyone, if you can't book everyone, then you might as well book them uh, on a nice TV main event. All right. We're almost halfway through our picks of the week. So let's hop on over to NXT and get to Rose. All right. My pick of the week is not a conventional pick of the week. Uh, it's not like the most mind blowing pick out there. It is the impromptu women's championship match that Lyra Valkyria had versus Lash Legend. So, um, for those who don't know, Tishotsi yung numaban muna. And then she got injured, uh, which we talked about last week on the live stream. Uh, she got injured, uh, accidentally when she dropped off the apron and suffered a really, really bad ACL tear, which I hope never happens to anyone here. Whether you're just, you know, walking down the street or, you know, working out or whatever, please, I hope that never happens to you. So, yung ginawa they took a break, they took a commercial break, and then they trotted out Lash Legend to have a, what we in the business call, uh, call it all in the ring match. So, um, what that means is that, uh, obviously, because, you know, Lash and Lyra didn't know they were wrestling each other until then. So you got to be prepared in that moment. And uh, you just got to deliver. And the reason why I picked this is because it wasn't eventful. It was an uneventful match. And 
that was like the best possible outcome for someone as relatively young in her career as the last legend. So, uh, she kept composed. She didn't panic. She wasn't nervous. She, uh, I assume Lyra being the more experienced wrestler in the match, she had to call out the spots. Uh, they took their time. They paced themselves well. They filled around six or seven minutes of that remaining, uh, the remaining broadcast time. So that was really, really good. And that goes to show you how, the, how high the ceiling is for Lash Legend. So when she first debuted as part of NXT 2.0, um, she wasn't really one of the most promising talents that they had, that they, that they brought out from the performance center. And then now, um, two or so years later after that, she has grown to be a capable wrestler. It also is a testament to how well they train people down there at the performance center and, you know, how, how great these uh non-wrestling athletes that they signed initially are and how how you know how okay they're going to be in the business whether they stick with WWE their entire careers or not so uh you don't have to watch it back you just have to you know, I mean you can say it's it's not mind blowing it's not it's not a special match or anything it's just really really decent and sometimes when the circumstances are like that decent is uh the best you can expect from everyone involved uh, yeah, uh, yung, yung nangyari with the Shotzi injury, but it was during a taping. So technically, if WWE really wanted, they could have just like filmed an additional vignette and accounted for yung last uh, six or seven minutes of broadcast time that they had to fill. So they technically didn't even need to really do one more match. So props to them then for figuring out now, you know what? Uh, probably not the best idea to send the fans home after this very somber note that Shotzi had to get uh, medevac from from the arena given given the knee injury. So yun din, uh, you know, great call on everyone's part. Uh, made Lyra look like a fighting champion in the process. And yeah, good on good on Lash Legend for being able to step up in that moment and getting to hang given the circumstances. I would yes, I will applaud uh, both women and the NXT for uh, running an audible after the uh, unfortunate injury. Uh, major beneficial then I was state. At least they could have uh, uh, like hindi sila parang they wouldn't panic because it's not live. So, uh, so but oh, sorry, again, sorry, sorry, really quickly, Emil. Yeah, I forgot. Thank you for bringing up the, the fact that it was taped. Because for all we know, there were a lot of things cut out from that match. But still, uh, that that was still a lot of minutes na okay sa nangana gumagalaw. So uh, even if there were a lot of things cut out, the fact that uh. Uh, they had a lot of material to use and it was all pretty good. Goes to show now, okay, didn't that see Lash Legend in that moment? Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, uh, yeah, like, you know, the, that's, the, that's, the, that's a great point, bro. I say, you know, you know, um, well, you know, well, I see the plan, it was out of, it was out of the blue. And for, for something that was done out of the blue is something that was audible. They did decently. And I, I, I like, I, I like this match for what it is. At least night away. That's that's the term that uh, people use when uh, something uh, uh, something goes off, but still na na natatapos ng 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 okay. So yeah, yeah. Major uh, major inside baseball yung ginawa ni Rodent's analysis niya. <laughs> I didn't really look at it that way as a viewer until it was announced that Shotzi Blackheart or Shotzi was out with an injury. Thought it was all work. So para until this point yung di ba up to be, up to the announcement that she was going to be out with an ACL tear, kala ko pati to was uh, pretty uh, was pre-planned. Kasi yun niya, kung taping to, they could have just replaced it 
with, with a vignette, diba? with, with something else, right? So up to that point, so when it was when I was watching, it's like, oh, it's again Last Legend. It was fine, but you know, now that you look at it that from that perspective, then it was more than an okay match for what it was, diba? For the value behind it. And the match itself was, like Rose said, just fine. You know, it was, it was fine for me. It wasn't like a it wasn't a landmark defense for Lyra in that sense. Like against Becky or what, right? But it in this in this context it was pretty uh good. All right. Uh, sticking with the women here, let's go to my pick from the Elimination Chamber PLE, and it's the Women's Elimination Chamber match. And uh, I really love this for a couple of reasons. The first, it was the coming out party for Tiffany Stratton. And Tiffy time. Yeah. <laughs> Tiffy time is legit. And props to Tiffy Stop as well for, you know, uh, really doing its job. Um, but I was nervous. I man, I hope that there are no wardrobe. I'm <laughs> kind of nervous for, for Tiffy. <laughs> No, I mean, I have been for quite some time, but her particular top, this particular PLE, made me ner- more nervous than usual. I'm like, I, I hope nothing untoward happens uh, that causes a wardrobe malfunction. But, you know, uh, jokes about Tiffy stop aside. Grabe, kung di ka pa bilib kay Tiffany Stratton, sana naman bilib ka na sa kanya after watching her performance here. She really um, carried, uh, you know, she, she really proved na deserved niya yung call up to SmackDown and that she was able to carry her share of the load dito sa chamber match. Um, I also like the fact na um, basically all of them aside from Tiffany had their built-in storylines kung bakit ba sila nandun. They all had something to prove. And then uh, see Becky Lynch, her road to the win was pretty cool in the sense that she didn't pin anyone, she didn't submit anyone until the very last moment. And then, ano pa siya, yung parang sobrang abangers lang siya for that right moment to capitalize and uh, get the winning fall to take home the Elimination Chamber. So, uh, just the speed and the, uh, how, how it all came together, yung finishing sequence sa yun, yung pagka-wild niya. Sobrang na-enjoy ko calling in the moment. So, uh, that that's the reason why the Women's Elimination Chamber match is my pick of the week. Yeah, I really, this was my favorite match, uh, chamber match of the night, more so than the men's because of the pace that they were able to invoke all throughout. Like, to that, we gave Tiffany Stratton her props. Sa kanya ko lang na gets, kaya pala swanton. Yung tawag sa swanton, because it was a swan dive senton. And it's just, dun ko lang, dun sa form niya, ganun kaganda, kaya ako na, kaya bumalib ako sa kanya. It's like, it all made sense now. You know, because when Jeff Hardy used to do it, it was just like him falling on the top rope. But anyway, it was just a, such a coming out party for her and for Raquel Rodriguez as well, who had, I don't know if you guys are updated, but outside the ring, she has been going through some things and she's wrestled without any makeup on. Hats off to her for, for, for standing up for, um, against the disease, I guess, for putting up what she believes in and she showing that even people, even women with this very debilitating uh, syndrome can actually wrestle in the elimination chamber. She actually but posted the, a video on social media. Yeah, she posted the most no. video on social media. That she, face niya, diba? Yeah, diba? Kasi it was an effect of the disease that she was going through and she had to wrestle without makeup on because she didn't know how her body would react to the sweat and the chemicals in, in the makeup process. So, uh, so uh, somebody who suffers from skin disease as well, I can totally appreciate that. And I can totally appreciate that she's actually bringing light to this union, lesser known disease that she's going through. So hats off to her 
Hats off to Becky Lynch again. It, her win was very uh, synonymous throughout throughout her career as the man, the right place, right time. Shaparate and, and, and you know her winning just makes me believe. Just made me believe even further that Ripley. I still I still am on that on that boat. Sayang hindi nangyari, but it was still a good chamber match nonetheless. It was definitely the uh, the spot heavy chamber match uh, of the night. Because usually, pag chamber, there's always the spot heavy and there's the story driven. This was the spot heavy one. And um, my girlfriend, who I was watching uh, with this uh, cafe Nate uh, last Saturday, uh, became an instant fan of Tiffany Stratton because she can't believe now that someone who looks like Barbie can be so damn athletic. Damn. And she was, yeah. She was, she was, she was so, she was rooting for Tiffany the entire match. She was, she was actually bummed when she got eliminated. Um, Barbie the movie. Barbie can do anything <laughs> if you lose. Yeah, we never watched the Barbie movie. That's why. Uh, but yeah. Why, um, Neil? Are you too much of a man for it? No. No, wow. we didn't did, did have time. Didn't have okay. time for, for that. Um, but uh, you know, uh, I appreciate the, the this chamber match for yung pacing ay mas sablang mas mobilis siya compared to the men's and all of them got their shine in this match. Um, Bianca live lived in a lot of spots also yung uh, chamber. So this was a, definitely the better one. And I don't uh, the Becky win was was great. Although I've seen some violent reactions online about Becky winning for some reason. Okay. Um, you know because they think someone else should have won it. They think Liv should have won it or oh, Raquel okay. should have won it. Okay, but I, I I don't I don't I don't argue with the result. Like dito naman talaga papunta yung story eh, with the Becky uh, Lynch win, and you're not like uh, she, Tiffany was so over. Like the the crowd were booing anyone who uh, go against her. Nung, nung the entire match, even the uh, I think Naomi got booed there for a second when she went up against Tiffany. So that's how over. She got with the Australian audience, and even I think everyone else who's watching at home. Yeah, uh, no, it was pretty good. It, it was a remarkable achievement to say, uh, for one, like Becky wrestled 40 plus minutes in that heat. So, uh, I think that this might have been, uh, the first time for some of these women, it, it was the first time that they experienced something like this. Nah. Um, they would wrestle such, such a grueling match. The Mahaba, it's, you, you can't force it to be short, though, even if you get eliminated right away. Uh, you, you wrestle such a grueling match under these conditions. And, um, it's not something that you expect to do as a female wrestler until recently. Right? So, uh, that's pretty interesting because otherwise, normally it's, uh, you, you wrestle it in the US, but in, and in this time of year, malamigpa, diba? So, uh, culture shock talaga sila dito. And, uh, that they were able to do the best they could and, uh, wrestle as, uh, as best as they could is really remarkable and should be commended. And, um, this wasn't my personal pick, uh, between the two chamber matches, but Shempre, it's still pretty good. Uh, Tiffany again proved that she belonged, um, not just because, you know, she's attractive or anything, but she really is that good. She really is, uh, pretty awesome as an athlete, as a wrestler. And the rest also, uh, played their role. Bianca, especially, Shempre, you can't, Becky, she put herself through that, even though she didn't have to, like, you know, be the legit Iron Woman of this match. And um, 
because of that, you know, it's a little more legendary than, you know, I think a lot of people assumed it would be or expected it to be. So congrats to everyone involved. Now, uh, let's wrap things up with Emil and his pick, which was actually, I, I probably think, was our favorite match from the entire PLE. Yeah, so my uh, pick goes out to the new Catch Republic, uh, Tyler Bate and Pete Dunn against uh, Damian Priest and Finn Balor, the judgment day for the undisputed WWE Tag Team Championships. Uh, this was the next match after the uh, elimination, the Women's Elimination Chamber. And this was a clinic in tag team wrestling. This reminds me of the old takeover uh classics that you know they had before um and i i guess i would attribute it to both teams being given enough time to cook cuz usually tag team matches on tv would be such a at a fast pace but seeing uh, seeing them take their time to to let the the match simmer and let the crowd uh get into it and you know for the, for the match to get over with the crowd is I appreciate as a big fan of tag team wrestling. And uh, coming into this match, I was fully convinced that the Judgment Day is going to retain. That's it. That's my thinking, even at the beginning of the match. But in in, in the last five minutes, uh, NCR, they did such a good job of making me think they were absolutely going to win the tag team titles. There were a lot of uh, Close finishes there. The, the the Birminghammer, which I appreciate the pun in sending the finisher nila. So, but again, we all know no matter the judgment they will re- will retain because they have a story with the tag team titles heading into Mania. And lastly, I will echo the same the a statement that we have been saying on the pod for months. Um, and they need to really split the tag team titles again because again, there's so much talent in the tag team division on both shows. Like with what well, we got DIY, Judgment Day, the Creed Brothers, the New Day Imperium, just a SmackDown. You got teams like the New Catch Republic, uh, Street Profits in Final Testament. Uh, so with so much talent on both shows, parang minsan nasasayangan ako na there's only one title for all these teams to compete. So yeah, this was a really great match. I don't expect New Catch Republic to be that mania, but you know, uh, they can be included in some sort of a tag team turmoil match come WrestleMania. Yeah, uh, this actually ran the risk of being the the break match, if you know what I mean. You know, because if the matches on the card, one of the matches might actually suffer from the fatigue that people get. But the People involved in this tag team championship match really stepped up, and we got to see shades of NXT UK done and NXT UK Bates in this match. They really let themselves shine in it. They re they were allowed to take their time and tell the story against the Judgment Day, who are a very dominant tag team in their own right. I don't do that for public. Major bago pa siya sa ng main. Uh, the main roster audiences. So I really appreciated that they got this opportunity to showcase who they are. Because I already knew, or we already knew, that Judgment Day were going to retain and that was going to be the result. But the journey to that result was very, very entertaining. So I really appreciated the effort that all four men put out uh, in the Tag Team Championship match. Mm-hmm. Yung totoong break ng show is yung Promotion for a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, agreed. Um, this was really fun. I, 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 
no, I didn't realize that, okay, I do miss uh, the takeover title matches. Na. They weren't the main event, but you know, they were so big deals because Triple H let them, uh, gave them 15 to 20 minutes to cook. And then that's what they did here. And, um, you can tell that this is what when he started booking NXT. And then now he gets to do it on the main roster. And, and for their part, all four men delivered. And, uh, that's why they are, you know, they're, they are some of the best in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just echoing everything that everybody has said about this match. I loved it just because for several moments, I actually thought Tyler Bate and Pete Dunne would be tag team champions. So just that glimmer of hope that they would inject in me and then yank right back out every couple of minutes in that match uh, made me believe. And I enjoyed it a lot. So there. Those are our picks of the week. And that's going to do it for this episode of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Um, thank you so much for checking it out and for supporting the pod as always for over 700 episodes and counting. Don't forget that we've got the live stream happening on Thursday, 7 p.m. So adding YouTube and Facebook pages. And uh, you've got the WrestleMania 40 viewing party happening this April, April 7 and 8, 7 a.m. Yung start ng main show. All right. So 6 a.m. palang. Magbubukas kami uh, over at Skinny Mike's and Hobby Stadium. You can get your tickets now at tinyurl.com slash WrestleMania40PH. On that note, thank you very much to Babyface producer Jasper and everyone over at the Pod Network for all the work that they do behind the scenes. And thank you very much to my co-hosts for Rowan ASH, who's not here, to Emil uh, Nate, Chino Liao, and Ro Moran. Uh, on behalf of all of them, my name is Stan C. saying this has been another episode of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stay safe, stay healthy, and don't be a dick. Later, outcasts. Peace. The opinions of podcast creators, hosts, and guests are not necessarily reflective of the official stance of the Pod Network Entertainment, its hosts, or other network programs. The content created by the people behind the podcast is personal and not meant to harm any religion, ethnicity, group, organization, company, or individual. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 